Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. You're with Breakfast and on Why It Matters this morning, I'm joined by Adrian Abraham. Despite what people assume, the life of a teacher in Singapore is not all about rainbows and sunshine. These days, not only do they have to teach, many have to attend meetings, whether in person or Zoom, and respond to WhatsApp messages from parents at odd hours on top of completing their marking and planning lessons for the next day. Wow, so many things to do, Adrian. That's right, Lynn. During the holidays, they spend their time preparing for the new semester. And when school starts, they can't take leave whenever they want, unlike many working adults in Singapore. You know, the workload of a teacher is much heavier than one might think, which is also why it can be harder for them to strike a work-life balance. That's right. Work-life balance is one of the pain points for many preschool teachers here as well, uh, despite the pay increase that government-supported preschools. But are such efforts enough to improve the well-being and working conditions of early childhood educators? And how will the situation impact the quality of early childhood education here. Well, to find out more about the matter, we have on the line David Lee, founder of DNC Education, which runs a total of three Mindchamps preschools and six Mindspace after-school care centres in Singapore. Good morning. Good morning. In October last year, Minister for Social and Family Development Masagos Dukifli actually announced that teachers in government-supported preschools can expect their monthly salaries to rise by 10 to 30% over the coming two years, right? To what extent do you think has this incentivized teachers to stick to their jobs and continue in this chosen profession? You know, all of us will agree that teaching is probably one of the noblest professions in the world and in my experience, one of the hardest. Mm. And in that sense, probably no amount of salary is enough, right? <laughs> but of course, the 10 to 30% of it, um, the minister has announced is something that actually has happened over the last five years that I know. It has been rising. It's been rising quite a bit because of the lack of teachers in the market. And while that will do some bit, we know that at the end of the day, it's passion that drives the heart of almost all teachers that I know. And the way that we want to retain them in the industry probably is about figuring out how to nourish and grow this passion. Cost salary is one of them. And work-life balance, career opportunities, you know, job security, and a supportive environment, that all plays some significant role in this. And that's something that in my company I've been working on, right? Providing that complete environment mm-hmm. that supports the teachers. And, and that includes even looking in their own personalized. For example, you know, in the work environment where it's almost all ladies, we take effort to look into they got married and they're going to get pregnant soon and they got pregnant and, and how to plan for that and ensure that their, their teaching role changes with it. And that's something that's also very important. So while salary is a part, and a quite a big part actually, there are a lot of other factors that probably play a very significant role also. David, there's a rising demand for preschools as parents return to the offices post-COVID, but not enough teachers are available. You know, having said that, Minister of yes. State for Social and Family Development, Sun Shui Ling, recently mentioned the number of qualified infant educators here has tripled from 2,100 in 2017 to 6,400 in 2022. Now, in terms of yes. preschool educators for children a little older, what is the manpower situation at the preschools you operate? 
the manpower situation is extremely uh, tough. What we were fortunate about is that we have been able to retain many of our teachers. And like in my company, more than 50% of our, com- of our teachers are actually five years and above. And they stayed with us. And so we were fortunate. But I know many of my peers who are struggling badly because of the shortage of teachers. While the workforce has tripled, we must also note that the number of places in the market itself have grown tremendously. Just like the minister is announcing more spaces to be built and each of these require a teacher. And unfortunately, the teachers don't come immediately because every one of these preschool educated teachers need to be licensed mm-hmm. or in the sense they need to have a trained qualification to do the job. And not everyone in the street who wants to teach can just simply come in and teach. Mm-hmm. So there's a conversion process which takes at least a few years. That's only getting the necessary qualification. You know, it's not becoming a, a great teacher. So therefore, that there lies a challenge still. And while we have kind of overcome it to some extent, it's still a challenge because I'm building another, I'm expanding a current school in Kinex Mall. Mm-hmm. The Mind Chance Connects more, which we were full already, and we are now doubling the space, and we are building another one in past series because of the rising demand. Yeah, indeed, we have also heard about news reports that over the next two years, 22,000 more full-day preschool places, mostly in newer estates with younger families, will be created. Now, with more students and about 3,500 more educators being hired by the year 2025, now what do you think can be done to attract more people to take up these jobs in the coming years? Over the last few years, we have seen a a greater interest in applicants who are not from the industry Mm -hmm. looking at joining us. And and there are various schemes, of course, in place to allow that uh, midterm conversion uh, type of uh, professions and everything. And and that has been going on for a while. And the truth and reality is that teaching a preschooler is a tough job. And that is most parents also first experience with school. And they are a bit nervous about the whole situation. Mm -hmm. I'm sure anyone who has been a parent understands that part. Absolutely. And it's tricky, right? Because with that nervousness about sending a child to a preschool, they are a bit more maybe nitpicking about various aspects. And and that makes the job of the teacher very tough. One of the biggest complaints by teachers is that is the fact that it is very hard to be a good teacher and meet the expectation not only of teaching but the expectation of parents and especially at the preschool age where you have to do quite a varied amount of work. Mm. And you think about it, actually a child is in the school almost longer in terms of waking hours as compared to at home. That's correct. David, the government is also making changes, you know, to better support early childhood educators in terms of their well-being and working conditions. You know, these include reviewing the need for centres to open on Saturdays, an issue linked directly to the work-life balance of preschool teachers, of course. You know, can you share more insights on this from your perspective? Also, how much have you had to increase school fees by? What's the cost of operations? The first question, by law now, preschools are required to open on Saturdays. So, but we also know that it's a dwindling trend and most parents are now not sending their children on Saturday because they do one time with their child. And for our school, what we have done is that we have already allowed teachers to only come once a month or once in two months and schedule a roster of teachers that need to be there to open on Saturdays. And that has helped a lot because effectively most of my staff are on a five-day work week and that gives them the two-day break that they want, right? I think the government move is to allow that and allow school 
schools to have more flexibility decide not to open on Saturdays. But there's of course a minority parents who need that because they are, their work is in shifts and everything, right? So we've got to take into account that. The second question is about, we normally increase school fees on a, by about 4 to 6, 7% a year mm. to meet, just to meet the rising costs, right? Because of the cost increase in teacher salaries and especially rental, right? And I think that's one of the big issues of us private sector uh, operating mm. in the condition because we fight with the rental. So that's the normal increase that we have and parents understand that. Most parents now do not have a problem with fee increases because they, they know that the salaries for the teachers need to go up for us to attract better teachers. David, talking about salaries, preschool teachers can now expect a starting pay of at least 2008 a month in this year up from about 2006. So do you think... That's enough or attractive enough for those wanting to enter the early childhood education space? I think um, most of the early childhood educators study a diploma. And if you look at the average diploma salary and all, this is matching up with what is, I think, slightly higher than the average that is uh, being paid to a diploma holder. It is good enough to attract them to come in. The biggest problem with us is retaining them in the industry. Because after they realize the hard work, you know, that they have to do, many of them tend to leave, mm-hmm. right? So what we have done is to ensure that we have a proper mentoring program that allows us to groom them. You know, to teach them, to, to bring them step by step to becoming a good teacher. Because as we all know, just because you studied early childhood education mm-hmm. doesn't mean tomorrow you automatically become the best teacher on the ground. David, I also want to talk about this uh, 30-year retention plan for teachers known as the Connect Plan. Uh, This gives payouts for those who remain in service for a certain number of years. You know, under the scheme, MOE each year sets aside between $3,200 and $8,320. The amount is pegged to the length of service and teachers can collect a payout every three to five years. How much will this initiative help teachers despite maybe having to work longer hours? Yeah, I'm sure this will help a lot, right? Because Money is definitely a motivator and it, and it helps the teachers consider it switching away from the industry. I think this program is mainly for the MOE teachers. It may not have um, factored into the preschool teachers for the government sector. But definitely, schemes like this are retention programs. The MOE has succeeded in retaining teachers overall. And it's something that we, were, we are also studying very carefully. How we can implement similar schemes to retain our new cohort of teachers who have different expectations. All right, David, recently there's been news of AI, ChatGPT specifically, making its way into our preschools here. What do you make of this development? Positive or just another cost for you to consider for your business? Positive. ChatGPT is always uh, any development in AI and that enhances productivity, potentially disrupting the industry a little bit, uh, something that we look forward to because if it can alleviate the manpower situation, then definitely is something that we want to use. At the end of the day, we want the teachers to focus on their main task, right? Mm. Which is really teaching, really caring for the children. Mm. And if we can take out the ancillary tasks, which always have been there, like admin and drafting letters to parents and, mm. and, you know, which can be done by someone else or some assistant, that will always be good. In fact, it's something that we are embracing and we are encouraging the use. Now we just have to figure out how to implement it into a system where teachers confidently use it to help them. Well, thank you for those insights. We've been speaking to David Lee, founder of DNC Education, which runs a total of three Mindchimes preschools and six Mindspace after-school care centres in Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.